2: Rush
3: Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now, you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show.
4: It is the Rob Carson Show. It's already Thursday. Hello and welcome to it. You'll have to pardon me for my uh, being out of breath slightly. Had some technical difficulties. I mean, literally, just seconds before the show. But uh, uh, fortunately, we had some sort of... uh, Divine Insurrection, or, uh, or at least a company named Comrex. Anyway, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? What's going on? Thursday, and uh, we are marching into the month, and uh, we're getting some bad news as far as the economy is concerned. We've got uh, a lot of things happening in the world. Weekly jobless claims rising to uh, 260,000 among uh, non-payrolls report. So, uh, I don't know if you knew this, but the uh, Biden administration has been saying for a while, at least a couple of days, that there is no recession whatsoever. All right? So, that would, I guess, mean that if they come up with a uh, a new law that is a massive spending bill that's literally been in Congress and everybody has said no to it for the last year and they call it the... Uh, uh, the uh, Inflation Reduction Act, well chances are you're getting lied to. You're getting lied to bigger than you ever believed and if you think that Joe Manchin is anything but a W-H-O-R-E, you would be absolutely wrong. I didn't say that because I'm trying to be polite today to control my rage at what is going on at Capitol Hill, what is going on in Washington DC, and how they're treating the rest of us during this time of incredible crisis that they are completely tone deaf to altogether. I saw this montage yesterday. I'm going to just go ahead and play it because um, this is Harriet Hegeman. She is running against uh, Liz Cheney in Wyoming. And uh, thus far, uh, Donald Trump's endorsement of candidates around the country has been uh, successful 170 times compared to ten times being unsuccessful. And that would be in places like uh, Washington State, liberal Bastion, and uh, Georgia, where election integrity is still a major, major problem. But Donald Trump's endorsement is uh, is rocking across the country and there's a lot of money being spent in states like Pennsylvania and Maryland saying that uh well uh, Trump endorsed candidates cannot be elected Trump endorsed candidates are not going to be the ones you want to vote for the the uh the other republican on the rice we saw this in in Maryland and Dan Cox ended up absolutely kicking butt despite his uh, rhino rival uh, having millions of dollars in outside money spent on that campaign Americans are saying they want what Donald Trump gave us and they are very dubious about what's happening in Washington, D.C., and I might also add, let me just throw this out there. They aren't giving up what happened in 2020. They aren't giving it up, despite the media's, you know, uh, desperate measures to cover up election fraud, despite the major media saying that uh, everything was perfectly fine the day after the election, despite all of the evidence of election fraud. Including the fact that, well, you could just attribute it as nobody came to see Joe Biden speak. Nobody likes Joe Biden. Joe Biden is a 50 year career bureaucrat in Washington, D.C. Joe Biden did not campaign. Joe Biden hid in his basement. Why do I think the 2020 election was stolen? It's because I'm not stupid. And right now, the Democrat Party knows that they are ruling outside the will of the American people. They are trying to pass this. I, this this new spending and tax bill has as much to do with reducing uh, uh, inflation as, um, I don't know, wearing... Uh, Wearing a raincoat to the desert. It makes no freaking sense whatsoever. And we all know we're being played. It just took a while for Washington, D.C. to distract the mainstream media to distract. And you and I, they hoped, would forget that Joe Manchin originally said no to the Green New Deal. And now we know the reason why he did that is because he wanted to cover up his support of it. And he wanted to sneak it in in some other way, shape, or form a good eight months after he said he wasn't going to do it. So if you think that Joe Manchin is somehow a champion for the working class or the champion for the people of West Virginia, those in coal country, those working in the fossil fuel industries, you're wrong. And it's about time we started running these SOBs out of town on a rail. I'm tired of being played. I'm tired of watching people suffer for this nonsense. I'm tired that you and I have to cut everything. I'm tired that 60% of us are living paycheck to paycheck. And here, let me shove something else with you. People are shopping at Dollar General. They can't afford Walmart now. They can't afford to go to Walmart, so they're shopping at Dollar General. In New York City, they're putting cans of spam in... Glass cases so they won't get stolen. Nearly half of the food banks in the United States are experiencing an increased demand as Americans struggle the crushing, under the crushing weight of 40-year high inflation. And what does our federal government do in this height of, of desperation among our people? They decide they want to spend more of the people's money. They decide they want to continue where they left off, and I told you what they were going to do. I told you what Democrats were going to do. I told you what the class of 1968 was going to do. They were going to throw everything at the wall to see if it sticks, and if it doesn't, force it through anyway. This bill needs to be killed. I'll just say it. This bill needs to be killed. You need to get on the phone with your representative today, Democrat, Republican, or otherwise. If you are part of the, the growing group of people who say that 85% of us say the country is going the wrong direction, you need to call Capitol Hill right now and say, put the end to this nonsense, put the end to this this uh, creepy and, uh, and uh, corrupt way of passing this spending that nobody wants. It has to be stopped this is a little montage that has been going around again this is uh, this is from the woman Harriet Hageman who's running against Liz Cheney and it encapsulates how the American people feel right now about Washington DC and being ruled instead of represented we're fed
5: up with the Green New Deal and the socialists who created it we're fed with the attacks on our fossil fuel and energy industries. We're fed up with an open border. We're fed up with human trafficking. We're fed up with fentanyl flooding our country. And we're fed up with illegal immigration. We're fed up with critical race theory. We're fed up with boys competing in girls sports. We're fed up with...
4: I'm not hearing abortion in here anyway. No, no, I'm not hearing abortion at all. Democrats think abortion is going to get people to the polls to vote uh, Democrat.
5: We're fed up with the liberal media, Twitter, Facebook, Google, and YouTube for blocking conservative speech. We're fed up with our government and universities censoring conservative thought, canceling debate, and rewriting history. We're fed up with the corruption in the FBI, the Department of Homeland Security, the CIA, the NSA.
4: Now, you know, you know there is a, uh, a problem in the country. You know that Washington, D.C. is starting to panic when the FBI investigates posts on the web featuring the Declaration of Independence. You know that they're nervous when they go after organizations that post the Declaration of Independence. For those who don't know, let me just read real quick the uh, relevant parts. The unanimous declaration of the 13 United States of America, when in course of human events, when in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another. And to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which laws of nature and nature's God entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. Meaning, if government has been abusive, it no longer represents the people, it's time for the people, peacefully, I'll just say peacefully, to end this form of government. I'll just say it has to start with the Federal Bureau of Investigations. I used to defend field agents for the FBI. Now I believe that the entire agency needs to be taken down, reinvented. Yesterday we heard because Project Veritas discovered that the FBI said that one of the things you should watch for with regard to domestic terror is A2. That is someone who agrees with the Second Amendment, with a well-regulated militia. They also called the Gazdan flag a sign of terrorism. No, it's not. This is your FBI. Here's a little bit more from the Declaration of Independence, that if you post on a social media page, if you are part of a conservative organization, you could get a call from the FBI. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. And that's what has the swamp panicked. Because people are mad as hell and they're not going to take it anymore. So what does the federal government do? Rather than focusing on uh, opening up supply chains, So you can, you know, maybe buy a new car, which you haven't been able to do in a long time. Maybe be able to uh, get some baby formula on the shelves, which they've not been able to fix. And they've been at it for nearly a year. Rather, what they're doing is passing a giant piece of legislation, which they always do. They're saying that down the road, it's going to cause the... uh, The deficit to be reduced and it's going to cause uh, inflation to go away when was the last time that any bill passed by the federal government actually worked as planned go ahead they're still tweaking obamacare obamacare was going to fix health care guys they're going to add another hundred million dollars to it a hundred billion i'm sorry it was a hundred billion Right now, you have the king sitting on a pile of crap. His name is Joe Biden. He is mentally infirmed. There's no doubting it anymore. He's not able to function as a human being. And he's being propped up by those who started the pathway to hell back in 2007, 2006, when Barack Obama was the Illinois House or the Illinois Senate and then the United States Senate. And then he said he was going to fundamentally transform the United States of America. So not only is the federal government sicking the FBI on parents who go after school boards who promote CRT, and now we know they're going to go after people who post Second Amendment posts on their social media or have a Gazdan flag as a profile shot, those kind of things. Part of this spending bill is they're going to hire 81,000 Gestapo to work for the IRS to go after you and your money because they weren't able to get a radical Chinese communist to become the comptroller of the United States currency and get rid of the banking system so now they're gonna take what little you have less and they're gonna look at your taxes with a fine-tooth comb you could be making fifty thousand dollars a year and they'll find some way shape or form to figure out that you supposedly owe more and they're gonna come after you I told you about this last year I was almost kind of convinced that maybe this wouldn't go anywhere because Joe Manson was holding the line, then I find out that Joe Manchin was just told to shut up for about eight months and we'll give you something else. The number here is 922 800-922-6680, 800-922-6680. This is a last-stand moment. This piece of legislation, in the time that you're suffering so badly, with a with a with an economy they don't have an answer for, but their answer is to double down on the thing that has gotten us here, and then to hire agents to go after you. Unbelievable. Let's take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show.
1: Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D.
3: Sleepy Joe. Joe Biden's been asleep for years. This has to be a wake-up call and shine a bright spotlight on anything like this behavior anywhere. It's the Rob Carson Show.
4: So we've got a new spending bill. uh, They've labeled it literally like we live in North Korea. They're calling it the uh, what? Inflation Protection Act. Uh, they are literally laying, uh, uh, naming this uh, this bill. Uh, they are calling it something that it isn't. So the uh, the Inflation Reduction Act. They're calling it something that it is uh, not even related to in any way, shape, or form. There is nothing related to decreasing inflation to this bill. And uh, and Joe Manchin knows it. They should call it the uh, the kill the new or no kill a fossil fuel and blow up the deficit bill that's what they should call it but they're lying to you they're lying to you like so many things they've lied to you about in the past Joe Biden tried to tell you that the uh, Afghan pullout was a great thing they tried to tell you that Hunter Biden's laptop was not real before the election they tried to convince you that Donald Trump was colluding with Russia they're still trying to tell you that the 2020 election was not stolen even though there is more evidence than uh, presumably the the other things that I have mentioned with the exception of Joe Biden's uh, laptop, Uh, they're telling you all of this stuff. And then Joe Biden is also saying that this new bill will actually uh, not they will not raise your taxes. It's going to raise your taxes. Remember what he said? He said, you're you're not going to raise your taxes. What happens though, if everything you try to buy goes up in price and it's caused by the government's policies, that's a de facto Tax increase, right? Wouldn't you say that? If it's government policies that cause an otherwise oil-rich nation to have to beg OPEC for oil and our enemies for oil and gas prices double and you suffer and then every other product you buy, the price goes through the ceiling? We have a government that Joe Biden literally last year went to the West Coast, said they were going to fix the uh, the supply chain crisis. The first thing that they did is they moved the ships further out shore so they wouldn't be counted. And now we know they're experiencing the same thing. And now we know that it's incredibly hard to buy a car. Uh, is that normal to you? Is it normal to you to drive by a car dealership? And not seeing any new cars? Is it normal for you to pay 40% more for a used car than you did last year? You know where it's normal to not have new cars? Cuba. You know what's normal to have empty store shelves and no baby formula? Venezuela. Here's your president lying. Lying. About this bill, lying about him, saying he, him telling you that uh, taxes will not go up. I want you to listen to listen to the first line of this, because his entire career has been based on lies. He's been driven from presidential campaigns for lying, for plagiarizing. His entire career is a lie. And that is not what I was looking for. Here is Joe Biden. Guarantee a promise. I've never broken my word. Anyone? He says, I've never broken my word. Boy, you are in a special place when you can say that you've never broken your word. I think there's only been like maybe one person in the planet who's rumored to have never broken his word.
6: You listen. And it
4: ain't this guy.
6: $400,000 will not see one single penny in their tax rate.
7: President Biden breaking his promise not to raise taxes on the middle class.
6: The Senate Democrats
8: look to fast track a bill that multiple now nonpartisan experts say would raise taxes on nearly all Americans. I'll
5: give you my word as a Biden, no one making less than 400000
7: His
4: word as a Biden is worth D-word.
5: dollars a year,
7: we'll see a penny in their taxes raised. The average tax rate for nearly every income
9: bracket would increase. I will not impose any tax increase on people making...
4: While you are suffering, uh, government lives high on the hog and they're getting ready to take a whole lot more for you from you by hook or by crook. They're going to do it by higher taxes, they're going to do it by higher prices, and if all else fails, they got 81,000 new IRS agents to go after you less than $400,000.
8: Taxes will rise by $16.7 billion in 2023 on Americans earning less than $200,000 a year.
6: No one earning less than $400,000 will pay a single penny more in federal tax.
8: Joe Biden has drawn the line at $400,000 a year. The, the committee does say it would raise taxes on people below that line.
4: Yeah, you're being played. You're being played again. I remember when Barack Obama was the president and they shut down the government and the government freaked out and and, uh, and the, we were in the, the beginnings of a recession and, and you were told to live with less and, and uh, Barack Obama said, you can't drive that SUV, you can't eat what you want. Washington, D.C. never had to cut a damn dime. And they're still living like it's, uh, partying like it's 1999. I've got more audio, including from the uh, treacherous uh, Joe Manchin, who is screwing over his constituents. But he's getting a big payday. Oh, yes, he is. That's on the way. Your calls are welcome. This is the Rob Carson Show. fan of the show. She wrote me an email just a second ago. Sounds like that good old-fashioned camp meeting at my house today. Lots of amens going on. You are on fire, all caps today, and you are just getting started. Keep it up, Pastor Rob. Well, you know what? I am uh, certainly uh, not a pastor, uh, but I am here to preach about the uh, evils of the federal government and what they're doing to you and me in a time of uh, great suffering. They don't care. I said it years ago, we are living a tale of two cities. We have a bourgeois, we have a proletariat, we are the proletariat. We are fighting for the crumbs. And the rich keep getting richer and the oligarchy grows and you've got people making billions and billions and billions of dollars, big social media, big pharma, the government, big social media, the Democrat Party telling you if you disagree with the party line... The party in power, if you have an alternative opinion to what's going on, that is disinformation. That is a phrase coined by Joseph Stalin in 1923. Look it up. A majority of likely voters believe Democrats are responsible for plunging the United States into a gasp shriek recession. This, according to Rasmussen, Democrats inherited an economy that was primed for a historic comeback and promptly ran it straight into the ground. That is a line from Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, who needs to find another job after November. 1,000 likely voters were asked to comment on that. That line. Democrats inherited an economy that was primed for a historic comeback and promptly ran it straight into the ground. 59% of Americans agree with that statement. 35% disagree. 38% 38% of Democrats agree with that quote from McConnell, including 23% who strongly agree. Let me say it again. Democrats inherited an economy that was primed for a historic comeback and promptly ran it straight into the ground. 47% of Democrats say they believe also that we are in a recession. A recession, the R word, recession. Republicans say that, uh, uh, 83% of Republicans say the same thing. We are in A recession. Weekly jobless claims rise to 260,000 ahead of non farm payrolls report. So now the job market's uh, taken it in the shorts. And businesses are starting to uh, cut payrolls. Robin Hood, Robin Hood, ladies and gentlemen, of all things, Robin Hood, unmounting. uh, Massive layoffs, Cali- uh, layoffs, I should say. A California-based financial service company is the latest organization to announce staff cuts. On Tuesday, Robinhood announced that it would be slashing an initial twenty-three percent of its workforce. In April, the company laid nine percent of its staff off, blaming rising inflation and a drop in user activity. Customers of Robinhood use the platform to buy and sell stocks. So, unless you're a Paul Pelosi, you know you're, you're worthless. But Americans have reduced their trading activity because of, are you ready for this, recession fears, recession fears. And oddly enough, as I said earlier, you know, you got, you got big social media, the mainstream media, the Democrat Party, all telling you that what you believe is disinformation or misinformation. They've got other minions. They've got other people working with them. Wikipedia. Introducing restrictions to prevent new and unregistered users from editing the article about economic recession. Yeah, people are trying to change the the uh, the meaning of the word recession on Wikipedia. But we know the truth, don't we? Yeah, we know the truth. You know why we know the truth? Because we're
6: not stupid. A recession, that is what we're in. No one can deny. The White House is a tempting spin, but the numbers do not lie.
4: No, but Democrats do.
6: The GDP was negative for two quarters in a row. That's a recession, and it's always been time to face the music joke. Impeach remove. You see, it's still a recession by any other name. Times denial is lame. A recession—that is what we've got. Joe and Janet yelling are lying a lot. A recession by any other name, la la la, la la. Just uh, whistling by the cemetery. Biden—he is to blame. La, we've
4: got la, uh, Brian in Baltimore on the phone. Hello there, Brian, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's going on? Hello, Brian. Are you there? All right. Brian is gone. Brian is gone. Uh, By the way, Jim Gossett did that song. Jim Gossett, two S and two T's. uh, Jim Gossett comedy. He's got a big show coming up in Atlanta later this month. I'll give you details on that later in the show if you'd like to go see. Uh, A gentleman who I work with. I've written many song parodies with him, and he writes his own stuff, too, and he's amazing. Absolutely Amazing. The Senate Democrats' climate tax and spending bill will uh, cut deficits years from now after raising them for about five years. See, I've used this analogy before, but you ever had a kid who said uh, that they really wanted a puppy or they really wanted a pony or they really wanted something, and then, then we got it, they didn't do it, they didn't take care of it? This is what Democrats always do. This is what this is what Congress always does. Oh, you know what? We're going to give you a new spending bill, and if you just pass this, we're going to take care of it. And we're going to love it. And we're going to, and it's going to, it's going to, it's going to make the climate better, and it's going to bring down the deficit, and the, and the, and, and you know, and look at the, the taxes aren't going to go up, and all that. It's all a bunch of crap. And the fact that they're saying that, oh yeah, it's going to raise the uh, the deficit for the next five years, but then it'll go down. Well, by then, you'll, for, you'll have forgotten about it. By then, we'll have another man in the White House, or another woman in the White House, or another whatever the hell in the White House. The budget would grow, the deficit would grow by $24.6 billion between this year and 2027. Oh, yes, and the CBO, the Congressional Budget Office, says that putting tax enforcement into overdrive would bring in an additional $204 billion in revenue. This means the 87 or 81 billion IRS agents that I told you about, they want to bring in, they want to gestapo the IRS. Now, the IRS has already been weaponized. It was it was weaponized during Obama's administration. Remember Lois Lerner? Remember going after conservative 501c3s? before the uh, uh, second election of Barack Obama. Do you remember that? They want to hire 87 million new IRS agents. They want to hire jackbooted thugs to go after you, to go after your business, to use the tax code event against you. Right now, here's what they ought to do. Fire everybody at the IRS. Save 10% of their employees and simplify the tax code to where it's a business card that you just choose your deduction, choose your whatever, and you're taxed at a flat rate. That's what they've been wanting to do forever, but it's never done. They always, you know, the Republicans will say they're going to do it. They have no no intention of doing it at all. So now what they want to do is take this gigantic bloated dragon that is the IRS, and they want to double its workforce to use the minutiae and the complexity of the tax code to go after you. And because you can't afford a lawyer and you can't afford, you know, like, like Sean Hannity. Sean Hannity is, uh, is uh, audited every year. Rush Limbaugh, when he lived in New York, was audited every year. Do you know why? Because he's a conservative. They want to do that to you except for they'll find something some sort of minutia that you might have missed and they'll say oh it's a crime that you haven't paid that maybe you missed a whatever three years ago five years ago or whatever and they will use whatever finagling they have to do to say you owe that money and to avoid the fines and to avoid this pay this that's what they're going to do and Joe Manchin is down with it he was down with it a year ago but it wasn't politically expedient and it would have been too damaging him to him politically last year well guess what he's done Here is uh, Ted Cruz talking about this obscene bill they're thinking about jamming down our throats.
8: This bill funds 87,000 new IRS agents. Mm -hmm. Imagine IRS agents descending upon America like a swarm of locusts. And by the way, these IRS agents aren't there to go after billionaires.
4: This uh, on top of the FBI going after people and saying that A2 people, people who support the Second Amendment, who support the Second Amendment are terrorists. Those who, uh, like the Betsy Ross, which is the traditional 13 uh, uh, stars around in, the, in the, uh, the left corner of the flag, that is a, uh, a sign of domestic terrorism, as is the uh, Gazdan flag. They said nothing about Antifa they said nothing about black lives
8: matter they're there to go after you they're there to go after your small business they're there to go after your family the democrats idea is if they audit the hell out of every american think of all the money they can raise now i gotta say as i've traveled texas as i've traveled the country i've heard the people yearning for a lot of things in in america i've never once heard someone say what we need is more irs agents i mean this is big government run amok And if you don't want to be audited next year and the year after and the year after, and by the way, if you're a Republican donor, this corrupt administration will audit you next year and the year after and the year after we ought to kill this terrible, terrible bill.
4: You better. I'm going to tell you right now, you better because uh, people are done with this nonsense done with this nonsense collection of pro coal groups lambasted legislation that, uh, Democrat Joe Manchin is now behind the Inflation Reduction Act. This uh, letter was signed by the Kentucky Coal Association, Ohio Coal Association, West Virginia Coal Association. Quote, this legislation is so egregious it leaves those of us that call Senator Manchin a friend shocked and disheartened. (laughs) Joe Manchin and your friend. The current, listen... Schumer-Mansion draft agreement on climate and energy, frankly, leaves us questioning the motivation and sincerity of Manchin's previous stance and his repeated chant, we must, quote, innovate, not eliminate. This means drive coal out of business for some green energy dream that has always been a lie. If you don't believe me, look at the $780 billion spent in the Biden administ- or the Obama administration on infrastructure, green infrastructure, that never happened. It never happened. But companies like Solyndra got billions of dollars from the federal government and summarily went out of business. The current Schumer Mansion draft agreement will quickly diminish our coal production operations and all but obviate any need to innovate coal assets they're doing the same thing with oil they're driving up lease prices for land they're driving up the price of everything because that's what they want to do they want to make us the third world and they're going to do it and if you don't believe me please find a tractor trailer or a farm field tractor or a uh, container ship or a tank Or most uh, all fishing vessels that are electric. Got any? Any uh, heavy duty F 350 electric trucks out there? See, they're giving you no choice. And it's going to become so expensive for you to live that probably the only thing that'll be able to save you is a bailout from the government. I got to tell you guys. Um, I've got more on this, and I want to. You've got some audio from Joe Manchin, who's a weasel, who is a weasel. He, he's painted a good picture. We got to believe him. We thought, oh, hey, man, he's standing in the way of the filibuster. He's on our side. And then we find out that he can be paid. He can be bought and paid for. 800 922 6680. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show.
3: It's time to make common sense. Common again. It's the Rob Carson Show.
4: Now, last year, when Joe Manchin would not go along with the Build Back Better bill, because, you know, he's really down with his his constituents in West Virginia, well, his wife was going to get, the agency she represented was going to get a billion dollars. That she could just pony up to anybody. See, this is, this is what the heart of being the, uh, the CEOs and the uh, board of directors of a five-plus trillion dollar company gets you. So weasels like Joe Manchin can get control of a whole lot of money and send it to his buddies, and everybody does it. And I I would say, uh, well, a, a gigantic share of them in, in Washington, D.C. do just this. I think that there are a few who do not, and mostly because they probably only have been there a short while, like MTG and Lauren Boebert. democrat party leaders made promises related to an oil pipeline uh, it's a natural gas pipeline and other energy priorities in order to lock down west virginia senator joe manchin's vote for the seven hundred thirty nine billion dollars spending package with historic funding levels for climate related programs which is a giant debacle it's never worked they spent more than this billion during the Obama administration for supposedly shovel-ready jobs. Do you remember that? See, if you've been on the planet long enough and you got a good uh, long-term memory, you remember things like this. And not one damn thing was done with that $786 billion. Do you see any signs on the roads that said this road was built, this was built, this was built, this was built? No, not a damned thing. Giant slush fund. And they're trying to spend this with reconciliation, reconciliation, procedural tact that would enable the party to get around the filibuster, force the measure through on a party line vote. According to a document outlining the framework of the agreement, Congress would, quote, require the relevant agencies to take all necessary options to permit the construction and operation of the Mountain Valley Pipeline. A project mansion has long sought to deliver. A 304-mile pipeline spanning from southern Virginia to northwestern West Virginia has faced setbacks over oppositions from environmental groups. Manchin said on Tuesday the pipeline would help lower gasoline prices and create 2,500 new jobs. And if you believe that, I want to get some of the weed you're smoking because it's, I mean, it's got to be phenomenal. Phenomenal! It's not the case. United Mine Workers of America International, President uh, Cecil Roberts, has called for Congress to approve the legislation. Yeah, you know why? Because he's getting paid, too. We're pleased to see uh, provisions that were included in the uh, IRA that will extend tax credits to renewable energy supply chain manufacturers that uh, that build plants in coal fields. So this is from the uh, uh, United Mine Workers of America International. He's saying he's actually proud that they're going to build these renewable energy plants in coal fields. Good news for these uh, distressed communities. It'll be a boon for coal field jobs uh, outside of coal, and uh, they won't go anywhere because uh, windmills and solar are a joke. He's probably getting a big old, big old payoff. Manchin said that this invests in the technologies needed for all fuel types, from hydrogen, uh, which, by the way, is not tenable at all, nuclear, which we're already using, uh, but uh, we are no longer near there, renewables, uh, nonsense, fossil fuels, bull crap, energy storage, that's electric and batteries. I got a little bit more on this, including uh, the, uh, the treacherous Joe Manson coming up in a few. And then we've got a whole bunch of other stuff to get to, including the American Association of Pediatrics and their continued push towards mutilating children is facing some major headwinds. And that also needs to stop. Let's take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. Hey, guys, it's Carson. Zenith Firearms is an American-owned and operated company based in the Blue Ridge Mountains of Central Virginia. Initially founded in 2014, Zenith built its reputation for superb customer service through firearm and ammunition imports. With many years of expertise in the platform, Zenith is now proudly manufacturing its own line of U.S.-made roller-delayed blowbacks. Zenith provides the American people with the premium product made right here in the United States, starting with the introductory model, The ZF-5. Newly released in 2022, the ZF-5 is based on the most popular and iconic 9mm submachine gun, the MP5. While the ZF-5 is available immediately, Zenith's three compact personal defense models are available for pre-order and will begin shipping later this year. Zenith proudly supports our nation's military, law enforcement, and responsibly armed citizens protecting the Second Amendment. Check out Zenith Firearms at zenithfirearms.com. That's zenithfirearms.com, or like and subscribe to their social media pages.
3: Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now, you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. Hour number
4: two of the Rob Carson Show. There is uh, much on the plate. A veritable buffet of uh malfeasance from the federal government and uh and other stuff um by the way if you want to check out the podcast it's called the rob carson show podcast if you would share that with other folks that would be great it's the entire show okay and, and what we do is we post it and then it goes on all the digital platforms including spotify and whatnot and and we're uh, we're having a great deal of success with it and we hope that you'll share with you as we grow our footprint of radio stations around the country and we are we are adding some major players including seattle uh coming up here very soon and and also we are just now adding uh the new wjfw am 1650 the voice of hampton roads va So, as it grows and as the word gets out, if you would, in the meantime, share the podcast, that would be really, uh, I'd be much uh, appreciative of that. And you can just go to newsmaxtv.com slash podcast for all the details. I waited a long time to get into talk radio, Uh, music radio paid the bills. I don't know what I was putting off. I think that if I would have started in talk radio like I was offered in 1994 originally that I probably would have just been lost among the, uh, uh, you know, the the, the the rush wannabes out there. But I waited um, until about, well, I don't know, about eight years ago, nine years ago. And oddly enough, my first talk radio gig was literally in 2015. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that I waited this long because it allows me to look at things with a different perspective. And I I guess I I now understand why. I remember Rush used to say, I I can't wait to get older. What? When he first started, he was 37 years old. I know this because I wrote for him for 24 years of my life. And I know from the get-go, behind the scenes, to some extent, not as much as Bo Snardley, but I worked with Kit Carson and Johnny Donovan. And Rush used to say on the air, I can't wait to get older. Because as you, with age, you're going to get smarter, you're going to get this, you're going to get that, you're going to get this. You're not going to get smarter, but you're going to get more wise. And now we understand that. Because now I can offer you things that nobody else is offering you because of the perspective that I come from. And all of the things that I've done in my life my life experience, uh, my skill set, my research, my common sense all come together to tell you what I tell you. And there are days that I realized that this could be a pretty big responsibility because there's so much crap going on. And there are days like today when I, 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 I'm angry. I don't like being white, angry, white guy. Cause that's, you know, a cliche, but when I see things like this uh, inflation reduction act, which is a lie, it's a lie. It has nothing to do with reducing inflation at all. It's, it's a lie. It would be like calling it the, uh, okay, so you've got the, uh, let's say, the uh, Spaghetti Act of 2022. And the entire text of the Spaghetti Act is about um, driving a car. That's that's kind of the non-sequitur. That's what we're dealing with here. They just literally made up a name from whole cloth. Then they said that the inflation would begin to reduce in a a few years and and the deficit would increase in a few years. But all they did was just rename it, and it's the same crap. In a time that you and I are suffering once again, in a time where you and I are living paycheck to paycheck, if not even making it to the paycheck, like I have told you. I told you this two months ago. I said, people are putting stuff on credit cards. Well, I'm watching last night, I'm watching whatever business. <laughs> oh, yeah, people are putting stuff on credit cards, because they can't afford to get the next paycheck. Well, no kidding. Yesterday, I reported the Dollar General store. Their, their, uh, their business is going through the ceiling. You know why? Because Walmart's too expensive to shop at now. So this plan, the uh, Schumer-Mansion plan, and if 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 uh, Senator Joe Manchin is willing to put his name on a bill with Chuck Schumer, you know whose camp he's in. 87,000 new IRS agents to go after you and me. Isn't that just beautiful on top of everything else? On top of everything else. You know, they got that expression, blood from a turnip. Well, you're the turnip, and they're going to do everything they can to squeeze you Even though you haven't done anything, you want to be a producer, you want to be someone who's successful, you want to live the American dream, but you're told you should feel bad about it. You're not doing enough. We'll hire some more IRS agents. It would massively bulk up the IRS audits and criminal investigation. Tens of billions of dollars. $45 billion for enforcement, including litigation, criminal investigation, investigative technology, digital asset monitoring, and a new fleet of tax collector cars. The result will be far more audits, civil suits, and criminal referrals, all of which you'll agree to because you can't afford a freaking lawyer. The Joint Committee on Taxation's Congressional Office tax scorekeeper says that from 78 to 90% of the money raised from underreported income would likely come from those making less than $200,000 a year. Only 4 to 9% would come from those making more than $500,000 a year. Meaning no matter how hard you try using QuickBooks or whatever to do your taxes and trying to, I, I've, I've paid a, an accountant for 20 years because if I make one mistake I don't want the IRS to come after me well the IRS is going to come after you and me and everybody here is the wretched awful treacherous Joe Manchin defending this bill
0: there's an awful lot of good stuff in this bill it's a balanced bill this is an energy security bill an energy security bill he's a
4: liar it puts coal uh, producers out of business and it wants to actually build uh, solar powers and windmills on coal country land
0: and we, we have a good, balanced piece of legislation. It's taken me eight months to get here. So, it's I, taken him eight
4: months to get here because they wanted to do it last year. But uh, this bill provides him with a little more what he
0: thought was political cover, but it doesn't. I'm saying we And I've listened to everybody along the way, so we have a good piece of legislation. But the process is what it is, and you respect the process, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, but we don't
4: respect you, sir. aside from extending Obamacare itself in this bill by the way a hundred billion dollars for the uh, what the, what uh, Daniel Horowitz is claiming is uh, 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 oh, I'm sorry I lost my place here so I think that. anyway uh, The Orwellian named Inflation Reduction Act of 2022 will do to agriculture and energy what Obamacare did to health care. There you go. That's what I was trying to say. Had little brain flatulence there. The bill will essentially create a government-run monopoly for wind and solar and transform our economy away from energy that works to the resources that don't work. If you like what you see in Germany with edicts to take cold showers and turn the lights off because the country went green, you will love this new bill. This is, by the way, the new Build Back Better. They just repackaged it, and they literally are calling it the Inflation Reduction Act. It is so sickening. It is so filthy. Despite years of subsidies uh, co- uh, totaling over seven hundred or one hundred billion dollars for green energy that failed to yield a breakout in a utility for consumers, this bill throws thirty billion dollars at the states to transform green energy. you are going to do it in uh, in uh, West Virginia. Oh, and get this, get this. Even though you. Uh, Don't want an electric car and an electric car is completely completely out of the question for you It's going to take your money and it's going to provide a $7,500 tax credit for crappy electric cars Do you know how many tractor trailers run on electric? None. Do you know what percentage of electric cars actually run on coal or natural gas fossil fuels? About 90% of them. You're being played. You're being played. This is about fulfilling Biden's campaign promise to end fossil fuel. Build back better is a refrain uh, incessantly used by the World Economic Forum. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ahern or or whatever the hell she's a nut. Former British Prime Minister Boris Johnson, even the Ukrainian government. Unbelievable. Here is uh, Amy Klobuchar. She is a... uh, a liberal Democrat talking about Kristen Cinema and how she loves her green energy.
10: On the cinema front, um, nice she uh, is someone that cares a lot about climate change. It's a major part of the bill, Arizona's had fires; they've had um, all kinds of challenges. Yeah. What
4: about you? Where do you live? Uh, has the weather been crazy where you live? Because if that's the case, then there is climate change for the entire world. But you know, uh, fires happen in, uh, in you know in her state.
0: When it comes to climate change,
10: she knows that. Uh, the pharmaceutical part, which I was involved. In, You know, I would have gone a lot farther. That was months ago, and she was a major part of that negotiation. So we know that's pretty much locked in. Uh, The 15% minimum tax, I don't think she's had an issue with that. So I'm sure she's talking to uh, Senator Schumer, but I think you're going to see a united Democratic Party.
4: Yeah, and a United Democrat Party, and thus far they've only united to wreck the country. This is CNN actually laughing out loud about uh, the name of the bill. CNN, uh, CNBC's Joe Kernan actually talking about the name of the bill.
8: So then, what are we doing now? And when you hear that they named it the Inflation Reduction Act, do you just laugh out loud? I mean, do you do you do you do you, you know how Washington works? But. Do you see the sort of irony in, in, in tacking on another $700 billion with tax in, increases and spending involved? Does that in any way look like an inflation reduction bill to you?
1: Are you uh, for it?
4: I think no, it doesn't. It's a lie. Now, this is interesting because earlier this year, Joe Manchin, who's supposedly uh, sticking up for the little guy, supposedly down with the people in coal country, uh, that's all a lie. He actually uh, questioned Secretary of Interior Deb Holland, who uh, has uh, no qualifications whatsoever with regard to energy. And uh, he questioned her because the uh, plan for offshore oil leases for next year isn't there, which means they're going to shut it down.
0: If, if I may real quickly, Secretary Holland. I don't know. You all just put out a statement. US Department of Interior just put out a statement. And the statement basically says a proposed program is not a decision to issue specific leases or to authorize any drilling or development. This is from y'all's office. So it looks like you all are on to shut everything down. Did you know you all put this uh, out?
7: I, I, am, I am sorry. I, I am sitting in this hearing and, and not...
0: My God, somebody this shuts it down.
4: And uh, he appeared to be a little troubled by it until this last week. So we will see. Um, I would encourage you, if you get the chance to call the uh, Capitol switchboard, talk to your uh, representative or your senator, do your very best and say hell no. Hell no to this. Because it is just Build Back Better by another name and even worse because it's going to go after you with the Gestapo. 87,000 new IRS agents, sicked. On you for no reason but to support the reckless spinning in Washington, D.C., and punish those who try to live the American dream. 800 922 6680. This is The Rob Carson Show.
1: Ah, uh, mm, The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com
3: The SS-Bitanic is going down, and there's no room on the door for Democrats. It's the Rob Carson Show.
4: Kind of a uh, break from the rest of the news of the day. Disney World guests were stranded on the It's a Small World ride for an hour. You been on that ride? Okay, well, if you've uh, been on that ride, you'll know that it's, um, I think I went there, the last time I went there was 2011, and I'm still having nightmares about the uh, the ride, because they play, uh, it's a small world, after all, uh, ad nauseum. And when you get off the ride, I mean, really, it is for adults. It's it's really, it can be quite traumatizing. So the uh, the boat uh, was in the, uh, they were stuck in there for an hour. Um, it, the small world boat ride, one of the most popular attractions in Disney World for under two-year-olds. I'll just throw that in there. Located in Disney's Magic Kingdom's Fantasyland, the ride sends guests on a small boat rides that travel through different rooms while dolls repeatedly saying, it's a small world after all. And uh, people were stuck in there for an hour. Now, uh, there was one Disney park being sued for $25 million because uh, this, uh, this guy's kids were uh, blown off by a politically correct Sesame Street character and didn't get a hug or a high five. I'm thinking that It's a Small World for an Hour is worth at least $100 million. You know, just saying. Just saying. So, um, Ron DeSantis, he kicks butt. Uh, If you think he's going to be the next president, well, you know, it could be, could be, could be. But right now everybody's uh, saying that they want Donald Trump back. The polls, uh, when Trump is considered as part of the equation, Donald Trump has three times the vote that DeSantis does. Nothing against DeSantis. It's just that there are 70 million people in this country who more than 70 million who wanted Donald Trump to be the president and 70 million who still think the election was rigged. And you think that's just going to go away? You think just 70 million people are going to go away? Nope. It's just going to get stronger. It's just going to get stronger. By the way, I've got an update on what's happening in Arizona. Carrie Lake uh, has not officially declared her rival is not officially conceded, which means to me, corrupt people in Arizona are looking for enough votes to beat Kerry Lake. Oddly enough, the mainstream media, the Democrat Party, outsiders spending money on elections, on uh, Republican primaries, say that uh, uh, Trump-supported candidates have no chance. They tried it in, uh, in Maryland. Dan Cox, Trump endorsed, ended up being the candidate. But they know that Carrie Lake, she's going to win. And she's going to turn that state upside down. Back to Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis has suspended the Soros-funded Democrat Florida prosecutor for ignoring the law and refusing to prosecute cases, violating a 15-week abortion ban, and sex changes in children. Yeah, I think this is great. He's accused progressive state attorney Andrew uh, Warren of acting above the law during a press conference on Warren's home turf. In addition to his refusal to prosecute doctors doing gender-affirming treatment and abortions, Warren did not press charges on uh, 67 George Floyd protesters. So you've got prosecutors like this around the country and attorneys general pulling this crap, funded by George Soros getting recalled, Ron DeSantis just decided to say, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and suspend you. I love it. Here is uh, Ron DeSantis talking about changing the sex of children.
11: Involved in just protecting children in this state across a wide variety of things. And one of the things that they're trying to do is they talk about these very young kids getting gender-affirming care. They don't tell you what that is, is they're actually giving very young girls double mastectomies, they want to castrate these young boys. That's wrong. And so we've stood did up... You, did you just hear that? Because it's
4: true. Did you just hear what he said? That's happening in the United States and that's got to
11: stop now. ...up and said both from the health and children well-being perspective, you know, you don't disfigure 10 12 13 year old kids uh based on gender dysphoria 80 percent of it resolves anyways by the time they get older so why would you be doing this i think these doctors need to get sued for what's happening yes i'm sorry
4: yes the doctors who are performing these surgeries uh you need to be removed from being a pediatric surgeon i, I am not kidding if you're down with Cutting the breasts off a developing young girl for gender dysphoria or removing the penis of a young boy and prescribing puberty blockers. Let's just start with that. If you're there to block puberty because of gender dysphoria, you need to be driven from the medical profession altogether. Bring it. Disagree? 800 922 Disagree? Bring it. American Academy of Pediatrics is accused of promoting drugs-first policy for transgender youth. This is in America. Critics say the Academy is stifling debate at the Leadership Conference, which begins in Chicago today. The AAP says its guidelines to reinforce the, ge- the gender a youth selects, including through gender-affirming drugs, hormones, and eventually surgery, are evidence-based, widely supported, and offer the best chances for a suicide-prone group. This is Joseph Mingla 2.0. The Academy's advice guides the work of some 67,000 AAP-affiliated child care specialists and the gender-affirming policies of President Joe Biden's administration. This needs to stop now. The governor of Florida is the guy who is spearheading this. More on the other side of this break. Your calls are welcome at 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. Carson Show Thursday edition of the radio program and uh, Alex Stein, a couple weeks ago, uh, approached AOC on the Capitol steps and uh, called her a big booty Latina. Now uh, uh, I've been wanting to talk to Alex since that day, among other things. He joins us on the Newsmax Hotline. Hello, Alex. How you doing, my friend?
9: Man, it's such a pleasure, Robin. Let me tell you something. Everybody on the conservative side, you know, a lot of people have been cheerleading it, but I've gotten some kickback for saying big booty Latina. And I just want to clarify, the reason why I did that yes. is that literally a couple days before AOC had tweeted when they had confronted Brett Kavanaugh at Morton Steakhouse that we need to make politicians uncomfortable. So listen, I go and I get in a <laughs> lot of politicians' face and I call them out. But if you say, hey, you're an idiot, you're a socialist, yes. you're a baby murderer, you know that would be like water off a duck's back. But in order to get a response from her, I had to go with the sexual route because she always talks about how she's being sexualized and everybody wants to date her. So it was actually a very calculated act. It wasn't just some, you know, random form of sexual harassment like people like to call it. No, I was literally trying to entrap her in her own lies and finally give her some evidence of some sexual harassment. And she freaked out, Rob. It was the biggest story for nearly a week uh, in the news cycle.
4: Well, you know what's kind of interesting also that came out of it, Alex, is that uh, she went on uh, solo on, on, I think, TikTok. And I think she was also interviewed. And she gave up that the uh, Capitol Police let people in on January the 6th as part of her argument about Capitol Security and you approaching her that day. That's what she gave up. And oddly enough, that story went nowhere. Although I've been yeah, no, that, I've been playing the audio ever story. since, yeah. So well, she, I mean, when the fact is that she went in
9: and voted for three hours, and then when she, she proceeded to come out and immediately throw the Capitol Police under the bus for January 6th, and listen, you and I both know that the QAnon shaman was not going to go inside the Capitol and be <laughs> able to decertify an election. I mean, anybody with half a brain knows that. Yeah. So we do need to expose, like like I said, January 6th wasn't a great event by any means. I'm not trying to defend it, but at the same time, it's not 9-11 like they want to portray it. No. And there were Capitol Police that obviously let them in, and that story gets no play, yeah. but the idea that I called her a big booty Latina is the biggest story in the news cycle.
4: So what kind of uh, blowback did you get from that? Because I'll just be honest, you know, I'm if you want to say things that are offensive, I don't care. The fact that I can be offended is a glorious thing. The fact that I can offend without spending my life in prison and my children spending their life in prison like North Korea is great, too. I I defend uh, comedians on the left and on the right. When you, uh, you know, approached her, my initial reaction was, oh, you know, kind of tacky, kind of like this Howard Stern stunt boy kind of stuff I wasn't crazy about it but now you're kind of saying why you did it I, I begin well, I'm getting to understand Rob. what you're saying go ahead
9: listen these are the people on the left that love drag queen story time at their public <laughs> yeah. library i went and i exposed drag your kids to pride event where parents had a drag event for children where they were tipping the drag queens like strippers wow. so the same people that said oh this is sexual harassment are the ones that are sexualizing our children the most so these people cannot have it both ways they cannot say oh let's sexualize children but if you cat call a girl that is racism or, or bigotry. This is the hypocrisy world we live in. It's a clown world where the truth is obfuscated. Uh, that's a hard word to say. I'm not mm. a linguist. My point okay. being is the truth is so blurred. We don't even know what's the difference between reality and fiction. If you would have told me that we live in a day and age where kids are actually going to drag queen story time at every major library in every major city in America – I would have said that's a joke, yeah. but me saying big booty Latina is considered violence to the left. Go you know, it's me. interesting.
4: I'm talking this morning about uh, how Ron DeSantis has uh, uh, put the I guess a prosecutor on uh, on standby because not uh, a variety of issues, including not prosecuting um, doctors or going after doctors who uh, surgic uh, do surgery on kids transgender to, to transgender surgery before they before they uh, go through puberty, and and this is happening in America. This is happening. Uh, You've got the American Academy of, of Pediatrics meeting in uh, in uh, Chicago uh, starting today, and uh, literally there are sixty six thousand doctors, and none of them have really spoken up in mass to say that is wrong. Uh, so I, I think this is great that you're making a point. It's it's a pretty hard edged way to make a point. Uh, now that you have a chance to explain it, I understand. Um, but let me let me ask you, what kind of blowback did you get? Uh, what did this do for you? Because it sounds like it was a success. It was what you wanted.
9: Oh, yeah, it was a big success okay, for me. I okay. Mean, okay. Nearly 100,000 Twitter followers, I mean, a, a bunch of notoriety. And, you know, I, I actually like the kickback. My comedic hero is Andy Kaufman. Oh. And Andy Kaufman, he blurred the line of reality and fiction, and towards the end of his career, he got kicked off Saturday Night Live for wrestling women. But what he was foreshadowing is, like, the idea that women are equal as men, you know, and he was yeah. kind of on the forefront of that. Yeah. Now, in this day and age, we have people like Leah Thomas, who swam on the men's team for three years <laughs> and was ranked 457th and then gets to take some hormone therapy and so against a women and become the number one ranked women's swimmer as a man in the women's league and not only do they not get mad at him they cheerlead leah thomas and they give her the the title of woman of the year and yeah. luckily she did not win that award but she was nominated
4: for it but my what? Uh, what happened to your, what happened to your phone
9: dude
4: alex your phone to, what happened dude
9: Oh, my gosh. My, my phone was my Bluetooth headphone. I apologize. But let me just finish okay. point. my point. The amount of people that were in gender reassignment surgery in the 70s compared to 2022, it's up nearly 100,000 percent. And Bill said it best. And even though he's a crazy leftist, the amount of kids that are in hormone therapy in Los Angeles, California, compared to Cleveland, Ohio, is a million times more. Why is that? That's because the parents are doing it. So we have a parental problem in this country that's a major issue.
4: Now, let me ask you, how did you get into this uh, line of work? I had uh, spoken to you off the air, and you said something about the car business. And uh, I want you to share that that story. And then I, I have something I want to share with you as well. Go ahead. Well, you know, so uh,
9: long story short, I also worked for the TV show Cheaters here in Dallas. We catch people cheating on their husbands and wives, and I signed an NDA. So I can only say so much. But, you know, that that's how we work in season. So I'd work six months on that. And then, yeah. and then I also have a dealer's license where I'd buy and sell cars. And listen, I'm a master salesman. I could sell ice to an Eskimo. Yeah. I could sell you know underwear to some butt cheeks i can sell it all there's nothing that i can't sell so um and and, and i would like to hear your stories about the car business but it's the shadiest scariest business i've been had my head knocked off on so many bad deals i've been screwed over uh, it's really not a good business, but it's toughened me now when I deal with some politician. I'm like, oh, well, this is some self-righteous politician. Imagine dealing with a guy trying to buy a 2013 Suburban with 11 kids and, you know, complaining about, you know, five dollars on the you know t- tax uh-huh. title and license. I've dealt with the toughest of the tough in my business and it's prepared me to deal with these uh, Nancy politicians. Well, it's
4: funny because I had to sell cars for a living because I moved to Kansas City for a radio job, and they uh, decided I was too expensive two years into a three-year deal. So rather than picking up my family and moving again, which is what radio expects you to do generally, if you, if you work for a local radio station, uh, my wife was ready to leave me, and I said, what do you want me to do? She said, sell effing cars. So I went to a Toyota dealership. It's a Hendrick Toyota, a marvelous, actually, company. It's different probably than where you are. I don't know if you were working at buy-here, pay-here's or what. But uh, No,
9: I, I had my dealers. I said, I'm in the wholesale business. I'll give you an oh. instant cash offer on any car. You bring me a, You bring me an <laughs> offer, I'll be the <laughs> We buy any car. We buy any yeah, car. Yeah, buy any That's <laughs> the basic is. But But when you're selling Toyotas, literally, you know, the same government that said the weapons of mass destruction, we didn't have any weapons of mass destruction. And the Taliban, with Toyota Tacomas, was basically able to defeat the United States military. So Toyota <laughs> is the best car brand on planet Earth. That
4: was really funny. I used to say that. I'd say, you know what? Uh, how many how many Ford F-150s do you see in the desert with 50 cows on the back of them? Zero. They're all Toyotas. Yeah. <laughs> They're all
6: Toyotas. Mm-hmm.
9: Well, they know. They know at last. Toyotas, I drive a two. 2005, Toyota four runner with nearly 300,000 miles, and it runs like it's brand new with ice cold AC, and I could drive whatever I want. But see, this is the problem too, not to get too heavy into the car business. I see, and this is a huge problem in society, is people put their ego into inanimate objects. Materialism is poisoning our society. It's poisoning our children, where people's whole entire ego is involved with, oh, I got to have the newest car. I got to have the newest belt. I got to have the newest clothes. And that's poisonous. We need to be, you know, have gratitude for what we have and not put our hopes and feelings into inanimate objects that don't even know we exist. So that's why the car business made me jaded. I look at a car like a hammer. And every problem's a nail. I don't need, you know, I don't need a hammer <laughs> with a bunch of gold on it. I uh, just need a strong hammer that I can, you know, build a house. Now,
4: with. now you want to hear something funny? Uh, I just ordered the first car, the first new car that I have had in um, uh, since 2004. All right, and I'm I'm going to have to wait another year for it. I've been waiting for nine months for it. I didn't. I'm the same way with you, Scars. The, the the combined car ages uh, in my driveway are older than Nancy Pelosi. All right, and if yeah, you, you, well, the, they're not
9: that old, but yeah, I get the joke. Yeah. I mean, and, that is old than Nancy Pelosi. She's 250 years old. And, Sorry, and, go and, ahead. And
4: more mileage than Kamala Harris. Anyway. Yeah,
9: well, no. <laughs> Her and Willie Brown. I don't know if you can beat that. She has more mileage than a 300,000-mile Toyota, in my opinion. I have a very... And, 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 and on. Yes. But what kind of car, without without giving two too minutes of a, of a hint, because I know the Escalades you can't get. There's a lot of cars you can't get uh, new right
4: now. No, you can't get the Bronco. I got a Bronco. It's a new Bronco. Oh, exactly.
9: That's what I'm saying. And that's a great car. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's crazy how a lot. There's a lot of Alex, cars. On you, Dallas,
4: you can't get oh. you can't get a new car right now. All the dealerships in America are populated with used cars. You'd be making a mint if you were doing wholesale right now because that's all there yeah. is. That's all there is. But that that's that aside, that's where we are. Our our, our drive. Driveways are looking like Venezuela, or or like Cuba, and our grocery stores are looking like Venezuela. This is exactly what they wanted to do, Alex. You know this as well as I do.
9: it's an attack on the middle class. I talk about this all the time. They want to destabilize the middle class. Uh, Joe Biden said, oh, we're not going to tax anybody making uh, $30,000 a year. Well, they're going to add tax to people making $30,000 a year. So that means the tax is going to go to people going 60, 70, 80. So now they're really just trying to destabilize the middle class to so the American dream. You can't even afford a house because they're letting people from China buy all the farmland. They're letting Bill Gates buy all the farmland. So you and me trying to buy a house, they're artificially inflating the value. You have companies like BlackRock. So the idea of the American dream that our parents actually got to live a little bit, even though they had some sacrifices themselves. It's basically the American nightmare now, Rob.
4: Yeah, and also, Alex, uh, some of the uh, new um, tenants of the budget or the or the spending bill they're passing will uh, let large landowners in states in the country, farmland owners, uh, have the uh, the land sit idle while they get massive money from the government. Now, this has happened before, by the way. They've asked us farmers to not plant corn this year, leave it for you, but they are literally doing it to just stop uh, the emission of, uh, uh, of uh, greenhouse gases. I'm Not kidding so people like bill gates are buying hundreds of thousands of acres that he's going to lie dormant for the uh, green uh new deal portion of this bill it's it's ridiculous so if you think the shortages now are bad they're going to get a lot worse listen alex i gotta run i want to have you on the tv show sometime okay
9: Please, anytime. I'm always available. And, uh, you know, you guys want to find me on Twitter, Instagram. If you can't find me on the Internet, you're not looking hard enough,
4: Rob. Alex Stein, ladies and gentlemen, I'm glad I got to talk to you, and I really like your perspective. The first time I'd I'd seen you kind of before, and then there was the big booty Latina. Uh, A lot of people pummeled you over that. I'm glad you were able to explain that and understand your (laughs) modus operandi is is a lot more like like Andy Kaufman than Howard Stern. Yes. (laughs) All right, thanks for talking to me, man. Take care. Uh, This is The Rob Carson Show. Back in a couple.
3: If you're down with trigger warnings, you might want to listen to something else. It's the Rob Carson Show.
4: I I don't know about you, but I thought that interview with Alex Stein was pretty fascinating, to be quite honest. He's more of a, uh, I guess, millennial uh, comedian, and uh, I would be more of a Gen X comedian. But uh, I'm I'm really glad I had him on. He made some really, 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 really good points uh, as a conservative, just uh, knowledgeable for a variety of uh, of things, uh, particularly with regard to uh, transgenderism and converting our children to uh, being the opposite sex, which apparently will be the uh, the solution to all the mental problems that the, uh, the government caused during COVID. See, I'm serious. Causing a massive swing in depression, causing uh, a massive spike in suicide attempts, and now they're saying that, uh, well, the only thing that'll make you happy is if you change genders. Makes a lot of sense, don't it?
6: No, it doesn't. When you're a man who calls himself a girl It's Jim Gusset Wow It can be a bonus. boner Boner, boner, us? Oh, okay, all right, never mind, sorry <clears throat> When you compete with women you have to hide Yeah, you do What? Ooh, that pair of cojones it, that, that, Yeah, that makes sense I can cycle against the girls, that's my choice I can steal their medals with this manly voice Cause the left makes me feel, the left makes me feel I Feel uncomfortable The left makes me feel like a transgender woman You need to have the voiceectomy. When I compete with females i'm the one that's feared because i'm the only person in the race with a beard <laughs> but somehow i feel the left makes me feel they make me feel like a transgender woman boy that's <clears throat> woman.
4: Jim Gossett, uh, two S's and two T's at Jim Gossett, I think we may have a new hit. I think we have a smash, as Casey Kasem used to say. Wow, that was epic. I do want to mention also, as I said earlier, American Academy of Pediatrics is uh, pushing trans, uh, trans identity teens toward the uh, nuclear option of puberty blockers. This is happening in the United States. Now I want you to listen to this. This is a story that I've been sitting on for a couple of days The Tavistock Center for Identity Development Service, England's hub for child gender reassignment, has been ordered to close down. It is said to have thousands of damaged children in its wake. Listen to this. Listen to this. Whistleblowers, parents, and patients accused it of rushing children, including mostly, particularly girls, into medical treatment for supposed gender dysphoria. The Tavistock is now set to be shut down in spring of twenty twenty three. Reports by outlets such as the Telegraph are now looking back on eighteen years of whistleblowing and complaints about the National Health Service, the NHS clinic, and the way it resisted its efforts to make its change to change its ways all the way up to the High Court. Some Tavistock clinicians were even accused of converting youngsters who were likely same sex attracted or bisexual into believing they were actually transgendered. This is beyond sick. Susan Evans had been uh, fobbed off as long... This is from the UK Daily Mail. The English is a little different. Uh, as long ago as 2004, after expressing worry that her 16-year-old boy had been referred for hormones after a mere four appointments, another concerned clinician, Christy Intwistle, was branded transphobic for questioning the fact that an autistic girl enjoying Thomas the Tank Engine was used as evidence that she was trans. The Tavistock's looming shutdown could be happening. They might ban the NHS from inflicting hormone therapy on gender-confused children outright, and yet it still blossoms in America. Real quick, let's go to uh, Claude in Baltimore. Uh, Claude, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. your thoughts.
8: So, um, I hate Biden, man, for what he's doing to our country. He's a traitor. But, Rob, I need your help with something. What's that, and this is a,
3: Okay, Okay, in, in Kentucky, there's been a bad flood, as we know, right? Yeah. I'm a firefighter in Maryland, and I'm yeah. trying to get all our volunteer
8: firefighters to help me donate equipment to these people. They need engines,
3: equipment, rescue tools, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They've lost everything.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, Claude... Why don't, why don't we do this, if, you, if you're looking to do something like this? Because I've done a number of these things, including in 1993 when there were floods in Kentucky and Missouri. Uh, in fact, they were bigger than they are now, to be quite honest. Claude, hold on. Um, let me get your number from my producer. Don't say it on the air. And, uh, and and let's find out what the need is. You can tell me what it is, and maybe we'll be able to uh, motivate our uh, national audience. Does that sound okay? All right. He is on hold. He is on hold. All right. So, um Oh, yes, and by the way, Pennsylvania Department of Education claims children as young as three can identify as transgender and lists me, the, they as pronouns. I have something coming up here I want to share with you. Um, A teacher who had a young boy coming in and uh, demanded he have a couple of uh, new pronouns that she'd never considered pronouns before. It appears that he's trolling her. I want to encourage every kid going back to school this year that if you are asked if you want to change your pronouns, to come up with something completely absurd and demand your teacher and administrators refer you to uh, to you as this pronoun so we can end this nonsense. That's all coming up. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show.
3: limbaugh shared his comedy for years now you'll hear it here it's the rob carson show
4: it is rob carson show hour number three of the uh, show we're going to get into uh what's going on in uh, in arizona with regard to Kerry lakes uh candidacy and victory let's just say it's a victory uh there's some sh- shenanigans going on there and i think they're trying to uh take down somebody who would lead the state of Arizona in the right direction. So uh, we'll get to that very shortly on the show. A little more time on this uh, this nonsense. I, I introduced a term the other day called psychosexual assault. And I use the term, uh, A, to grab your attention, and B, to be truthful, because it's what's going on to our children. They are under psychosexual assault on a variety of fronts. One way is male athletes competing with girls can you imagine being a young woman spending her entire life invested in mental and physical training for your sport of choice finding out when you're a senior in college at a meet that you're going to be swimming against a six foot four male athlete who let his hair grow a little long took some estrogen and he proceeds to beat you into the ground. And then to add insult to injury, he insists on showering in the same locker room. Psychosexual assault. Think of all of the hallmarks of a sexual assault. And, and by the way, uh, I have had several platforms in my life on, in broadcasting, one of them being prevention of abuse of children, adoption, fostering, and protecting women from abuse. Uh, I have seen all of those things in my life, thank you very much. Anyway, psychosexual assault. You are uh, in a position of vulnerability, you are taken advantage of, you are uh, left humiliated, confused, used, awful, and uh, you can't say anything about it. That's what happens every time a, a woman has to compete with a man and sees her dreams go up in flames and sees her first place trophy go up in flames. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And the other way is this nonsense with gender uh, identity. This is a story that I read the other day. Teacher warns children are being groomed into uh, changing gender by older peers. And then I had mentioned this uh, Tavistock Center in uh, Great Britain. They're shutting it down. Seventeen children at one school are currently in the process of transitioning in Great Britain. A whistleblower teacher with almost twenty years of experience, who spoke out on the condition of anonymity, told the Daily Mail that children who identify as uh, transgender are idolized at school, and a politically correct climate renders staff too afraid to challenge pupils' sex change claims. Under the pseudonym Carol. She told the newspaper that the vast majority of children transitioning at her school are socially awkward girls, many with other mental health problems who believe lesbians are uncool and who see their popularity soar when they start developing as boys or non-binary. They have girls flocking around them like handmaidens because they look like pretty boys. They mirror teenage fantasies resembling pop stars like Justin Bieber. These trans kids actually become quite powerful in the schools. Added Carroll explaining that one of the ways in which pupils would exercise their new found power is by policing the language of teachers and fellow students claiming offense at the supposed misuse of pronouns or an insufficiently inclusive phrasing. Which brings me to this funny video on social media. This is a a teacher who's bought into this transgender, change your pronoun nonsense, and uh, apparently doesn't realize she's being trolled by a 14 year old.
2: Okay, TikTok, I really need your help here on this one. I'm a teacher, I teach fifth and sixth grade, and uh, this morning I don't know somehow um, the concept of pronouns came up. Um, And one of my students said, well, Miss O'Dell, did you even ask me my pronouns? And I was like, whoa. I hadn't actually asked him his pronouns and I had called him a him and I I said, oh, uh, I'm so sorry, I haven't actually called you. I mean, asked you what your pronouns are and um, what are they? And he said, I'm sorry, Banana said, Banana and Rock. And I was like, dude, no, like, don't mess around. With, I, was, I was actually really upset because I thought he was making fun of it. And, in fact, I'm still pretty sure he was making fun of it. And Yeah,
4: he was. You just got played.
2: Uh, but they all agreed. Way
4: to go, 14-year-old dude.
2: No, like, you can choose anything. Banana, rock. If you want banana and rock to be a pronoun, banana and rock's a pronoun. Is it? TikTok, tell me.
4: Okay. Um, you're an idiot. There you go. I'm done. Thank you. Drop the mic. There you go. See, this is why I am insisting that not only do I have my own pronouns, but also I have my own adjectives. From now on, if you refer to me, you call me awesome or intelligent or or excellent. Awesome or excellent, preferably. But if you refer to me as anything else, I will have you removed from your job. You will be uh, excellentophobic. Or awesomeophobic. and then I also want my my uh, own interjections and they're going to be hell and yeah hell and yeah so if you see me first of all you have to say hell yeah and then you've got to say that I am awesome or excellent now things weren't this hard when I was growing up uh, pronouns were explained uh, by schoolhouse rock you remember this
3: one a lot of people don't this is real. I have a friend named Rufus Xavier, Sasparilla. Oh yeah? I could say that Rufus found a kangaroo that followed
6: Rufus home And now that kangaroo belongs
9: to Rufus Xavier, Sasparilla. That's a lot of words I could say that, but I don't have to uh. Cause I got pronouns
6: uh. I can say
9: he found a kangaroo that followed them home And now it is his You see huh? he and hears our pronouns replacing the noun Rufus Xavier,
4: sarsaparilla,
9: a very proper noun and it is a pronoun,
4: replacing the noun, kangaroo. There you go. But, of course, we've gone off the deep end with uh, just nonsense, to be quite honest. Uh, let's go real quick to uh, Sean in Live Oak, California. Hello, Sean. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Your thoughts, please.
8: Yes. Uh, on the question of Leo Thomas, something that occurred to me is that many people don't describe him
11: slash her what what he is. And he's a cheat.
6: Well, he is that. He is that. Yeah, and uh, the thing is, is...
11: I don't have a time machine, but I think it would be an interesting
8: experiment to take Leah Thomas in a time machine back to Old West to a poker table and have <laughs> it cheat and see what happens to her.
4: I think the eyes would give it away because uh, he'd be wearing eyeshadow and fake eyelashes. Yeah. All right. Thanks for the call, dude. Appreciate it. Let's go to Alex. Hello there, Alex, driving across my home state of Iowa, presumably on I 80. How are you, my friend?
11: Hey there. Hey there, Rob. Uh, what's up? Thank you so much for taking my call. Uh, yeah. I'm actually from Santa Cruz, but I'm driving out for a family reunion. Um, hey. I I wanted to – what's that?
4: Uh, that's cool. I just had my family reunion in Iowa last weekend.
11: Excellent. Yeah. That's great. Um, All right. Uh, basically, the reason I called, I wanted to give you my theory and get your comment on it. Um, although um, things like trying to uh, encourage kids to be gay has you know been happening in some of the Uh, Fringe cities like, um, you know, San Francisco, Francisco. you bet.
4: Yep, yep, yep.
11: I I, I think a lot of this um, gender um, things that we're experiencing right now are being propagated by the military arm of the Chinese Communist Party since they have already invested so much in our institutions, our learning institutions, and are buying up all this property here. I think the end game is to break down the societal roles of men and women in the yeah. united states so that over time they don't need to fight the population or the population is uh diminished to a a yeah. point that they can take over economically to an even greater extent and i can take my call off there but thank you for
4: well alex 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 you, you don't yeah. need to because you just said what i think <laughs> Awesome. you just said it man you said it you right. you think you think all of this is just happening by you know this isn't by design this insanity are you kidding me yes right. of course yeah, of course because, it is
11: because i'm because i'm only 35 and i don't remember a fraction of this you know when i was going through uh school i only graduated high school in 2005 but the uh the speed at which society and culture is changing is you know, like we almost can't document it
4: anymore. Oh, I, I agree completely, and look what it's done. Look what all the uh, all the messaging from Black Lives Matter has done to the black Correct. population with all of the hate crimes—not only anti-white, white, but anti-Asian hate crimes. There's a big uh, Tucker had a big segment oh, on. I've been talking about it for a long time. Uh, it's been going on. I had a column from. What now? I'm sorry. Oh, it's uh,
11: basically a uh, divide and conquer, just the Boom. classic
4: yeah 100% from the inside and we fell for it. Thanks for the call, but I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, but the thing is 85% of the population disagrees with the direction of the country. You think that's not part of it? Of course it is. Of course it is. And if you, you know, you, you can mess with me, you can poke me all you want, but you mess with my kids, we're going to have some problems. We're going to have some serious 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 problems. And they're doing all sorts of uh, stupid you know, like for instance, this is in California. Rockland Academy School facing questions from parents concerning a controversial incident involving transgender discussions inside a kindergarten class. Yeah, uh, here's the story, actually, of, uh, of what they're trying on your kids.
5: And what I will share over and over again is how proud I was of my students.
4: An emotional
7: Rockland Academy teacher addressing a packed house of parents, many furious about her decision to discuss the topic of gender identity inside her kindergarten class. It was never my
5: intent to harm any students. She
4: actually had a, a transgender outing of a child. It's
5: only to support them through a difficult situation.
7: The teacher defended her actions to read two books she says were given to her by a transgender child going through a transition. The kindergartners came home very confused about whether or not you can pick your gender whether or not they really were a boy or a girl. If
4: you do this to kindergartners, you need to lose your license to teach forever.
7: parents say besides the books, the transgender student at some point during class also changed clothes and was revealed
0: it's as not a
4: transgender student. It's a kid wanting to try on some other clothes.
7: It's her true gender. And many parents say they feel betrayed and blindsided. I want her to hear from me. I mean,
4: seriously, if you're, if you're down with this, if you think that a kid can change genders by changing clothes, then I guess you'd be fine with a little girl dressing up like mom, a little boy dressing up like dad. And then I guess technically, to some people, they would be adults. A parent,
5: what her gender identity
7: means to her and to our family. Um, Not from... You
4: do not have a different gender identity in kindergarten. A
7: book that may be controversial. My daughter went home crying, shaking, so afraid that she could turn into a boy. The issue was not on the agenda, so parents spoke out during Monday night's public comment. It's really about the parents being informed and involved and, you know...
4: You think this isn't about dividing families, this, and then also CRT being taught in schools when all they really need to do to survive, to live is basic skills like, uh, I don't know, being able to read and write and do math. Do you think this is all by accident? It's time to say no. No, no, and no. Let's take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show.
3: If you live in this country and aren't down with freedom of speech, maybe you should move down to Cuba. It's The Rob Carson Show.
4: Coming up, uh, Ted Cruz grills FBI Director Christopher Ray over the FBI material listing patriotic flags as militia violent extremism. I haven't heard this yet, but we're going to play it in just a few. Uh, Carrie Lake, of course, uh, running for governor of the state of uh, Arizona. Uh, Thus far in primaries, Donald Trump is uh, 170 and 10, which means that uh, he's a kingmaker. Which means that people like Kerry Lake are people who espouse the same not only worldview but country view as Donald Trump. And he did what he said he was going to do when he went into office. That's why he's so beloved. That's why it means so much to get a Trump endorsement. Because if you get a Trump endorsement, it's kind of like, remember what Rush used to say? He'd say people just say dittos. You know why he'd say dittos? Because every the audience, everybody in the audience wanted to call up and say, hey man, I just want to know I love your show. I love this. I love that. And then you get to the point. So people just started saying, just say Dittos. Just say Dittos. It's that way with Donald Trump. Boop, Trump stamp, boom. Okay, I know he's going to be for uh, energy independence. He's going to be for lower taxes, lower regulation. He's going to be for uh, uh, equality. He's going to be for a strong defense. He's going to be for a rock-solid border. All of those things distilled into one word would be Trump. Check this out. Maricopa County. And by the way, apparently they're still vote- voting in Arizona, and it sounds like they really want to try to screw Kerry Lake out of the nomination. It's not going to work. Guess how many people, uh, well, guess the percentage of Republicans versus Democrats who showed up to vote in Maricopa County on Election Day, who showed up. Okay, so you got uh, Democrats and Republicans voting. Guess what percentage of Republicans <laughs> voted the day of? 80%. Do you know why? Because Republicans saw what Democrats did in 2020 by rigging the election in a thousand myriad ways. And they said, we're going to vote day of, we're going to show an ID, and they're going to know who the hell voted today. 20% of the voters that day showed up. So that means 80% of Democrats voted on another day, voted before, voted by mail. Why is that? Well, those numbers are easy to easier to cheat. So who knows what the hell's going to happen. Here is uh, Carrie Lake being asked about uh, the uh, the vote earlier this week in Arizona.
10: I am not satisfied with how the election was run. We had major issues yesterday, major issues, and they're being reported by everyday voters. We've got to get our elections reformed so that every Arizonan, whether they be Democrat, Independent, or Republican, when they go to bed on election night, they know the winner, and they're satisfied that it was a fair election. We don't have that right
4: now. And that's we need to have that. France just did it. 35 million people voted. That night, they knew the results.
10: Why this was an issue that I... It ain't
4: 35 billion people in Arizona or Georgia or Michigan.
10: Ran on, and I intend to work with our lawmakers. The legislatures, they're the ones who write the, uh, the laws for elections. And we're going to shore up our election laws so that every Arizona knows that every legal vote counts. And we're going to make it easy to vote and impossible to cheat.
4: And all you get from the other side is blowback on election integrity. They say, racism! Racism. do you realize that i mean the voter turnout in georgia this last primary was through the roof like a 300 percent increase in black people <laughs> i know i know right we had uh, arizona republican party chair kelly ward on last week here she is talking about carrie lake uh winning and what it would be as far as uh, an exorcism of uh, previous uh, republican demons
7: well, MSNBC is LSD, and everyone knows that Democrats are delusional. Katie Hobbs is no different. Um, she did a horrible job in 2020. We can never let her get anywhere near being the governor of this great state.
4: This, of course, Carrie Lake's uh, opponent, who is a rhino.
7: And Carrie Lake and the, the America First Republican Party of Arizona, under my leadership, are not going to let it happen. We are going to work hard. We are going to make sure that... Um, that we keep her out and we keep out all of these Democrats who are detrimental to our state and to our nation. I look forward to staying here, um, joining with all of you. I hope people will join me at Kelly Ward, AZ, Kelly with an I, because I care about the, the people. <laughs> the people are back in power, Steve. And um, I look forward to uh, to winning this thing. It's been a long fight, 12 years, taking on John McCain, taking on the machine. and And yesterday in Arizona, it was a culmination, and it was an exorcism of John McCain.
4: And Meghan McCain is seething about it. Oh, man, she had a hell of a column in the U.K. Daily Mail. Here's a CNN the other night just seething over Trump-supported uh, candidates winning across
8: the nation. Let's look at the Arizona governor's race where you have Carrie Lake, who's the former TV broadcaster, who essentially says she's repeating Trump, channeling Trump, if I lose, uh, someone's cheating. Uh, and you have uh, Karen Taylor Robson, who is the establishment. I governor. would
4: agree with that, too, because she's been way out in front in all the polls, and there's no compelling
8: reason to vote for uh, the other candidate. candidate for governor endorsed if you're conservative. by the uh, current Arizona governor, endorsed by this is a Trump-Pence divide here. Oh, yeah. uh, where are we if we're looking through, if we want to call it the Republican establishment versus the Trumpy candidates? As we get deeper into the primary season, who's winning?
5: Uh, well, so far Trump's winning. There and, you go. Uh, and Arizona will be a big test of that.
4: There, there, there you go. And actually, uh, I'll just mention real quick: Bob Ehrlich, the former governor of the state of uh, of Maryland, is actually throwing his support and telling all Republicans to get behind Trump-supported Dan Cox. So yesterday we had a call about Bob Ehrlich. I commend Bob Ehrlich for doing the right thing and supporting the conservative candidate, the Trump candidate, who can turn Maryland around. All right. Uh, we got Ted Cruz audio with Christopher Ray coming up. Do not leave your radio. All right, so uh, headlines from the Gateway Pundit. Uh, Lawless Maricopa County stalls with release of primary election results for 16 hours. Tweets out, why aren't 100% of ballots counted yet? Because we follow the law. Well, we'll see. We will see. But to uh, Lake, it would be, um, if she is not the candidate, then uh, I would venture to say the same sort of BS that they pulled in 2020 nationally is happening. Because, again, Donald Trump supported endorsed candidates 170 and 10 so far this election season and if anything the spanking should be much larger with regard to carry lake uh, let's go to victor in silver spring maryland hello victor how are you today my friend
3: i am doing fine and i got you a new listener friend of what? mine in western kentucky um heard about you and she wants to listen to you so i told her to tell alexa Play WCBM. So she's got it
4: now. (laughs) Hey, good, good, good. That's our anchor station in Baltimore. A lot of people uh, go there to stream the show live, although we have local affiliates around the country. For the places that don't have an affiliate, that's a good place to go. But go ahead, my friend.
3: Okay. If I were um, uh, Mrs. Lake, I would declare victory anyway. Yeah. And challenge the uh, cheaters to uh, undo her.
4: Yeah. I, I think that's a great idea. I think that would be the next thing to do is to officially uh, announce a victory. That might be a way to, to get things going here. I, I don't know. i, I got to tell you, I just I, I don't trust the uh, the people in power in Arizona. I think there are a lot of uh, a lot of McCain cronies still there and a lot of people. And, and it's kind of uh, funny. Um, she, by the way, is ahead by about 11,000 votes. But, you know, there's a lot of money coming in from out of state. Uh, they tried to defeat Dan Cox in Maryland. You know this, Victor, because you live oh, in, yeah. in Silver Spring. But there was a lot of money coming from out of state, and they were saying that Trump-endorsed candidates cannot win. And I said the reason why they're doing that is because they know that Trump-endorsed candidates can, and they will enact the same policies of Donald Trump. That's what scares them the most. That is very clear to me with regard to the state of Arizona. Because she is going to clean house, and she's certainly going to enforce the border, which a lot of rhinos and certainly a lot of Democrats are down with. Go ahead.
3: She's got to declare victory, and if they are successful of pushing her out, then she can run as an independent.
4: You know, that's not a bad idea, Victor. Absolutely. Thanks for the phone call, bro. Do appreciate it. Do appreciate it. So uh, the FBI is under fire because they are right now a fundamentally broken, corrupt agency that would do one of the worst things you could possibly do to a citizen of the United States, and that is to go after them using uh, the legal system to... uh, to uh, charge them with crimes that are nonsense, to punish and even jail them, including January 6th uh, protesters. Uh, the IRS was used by the Obama administration to go after 501c3 conservative groups so they couldn't advertise. They could not, they could not exist essentially as a tax-free entity, which would essentially blow them up before an election about, uh, what, eight years ago? So, uh, about six years ago, I guess, six and a half, seven years ago? I mean, we we have seen this. Uh, We've got a whole bunch of people in uh, in a jail, in a gulag in Washington, D.C., and the FBI is literally saying, oh, they're going to go after about 350 more people who are on Capitol Hill. They've gone after no one with regard to the riots. The 500-plus riots in the United States of America by Black Lives Matter and Antifa, including a three-day siege near the White House that attempted to burn down... St. John's Church and drove the President of the United States and the First Family into the bunker for the first time in memory. That's your FBI. There has to be, and this is another interesting thing. Donald Trump is saying there will be a wholesale firing on the federal level when he becomes the President again. He's not officially said that. I'm going to say when. He said if. But they are planning 50,000 bureaucrats out the door and if this abortion of a bill going through the spending bill the reduce the deficit bill if that goes through they're gonna hire eighty seven thousand new IRS agents to go after you and if Donald Trump win Donald Trump becomes the president every one of them fired here is Ted Cruz talking to FBI director Christopher Wray who is a a man who will need to be investigated uh, indicted and removed from office by Republicans when both houses of Congress are taken over by Republicans after November. Now, in case you didn't know, FBI training material listed, among other things, patriotic flags like the Gazden flag, the Betsy Ross flag, which is also known as the original 13 college flag, as violent militia extremism. They also say that people who support the Second Amendment are called two A's, two A's. That is a a sign of militia, violent extremism. 2A stands for the Second Amendment. Here is Ted Cruz with Christopher Wright.
8: Yesterday, it was reported that Project Veritas had obtained a copy of an FBI training material, which listed various symbols. This is the
4: FBI also that labeled Hunter Biden's laptop as misinformation and disinformation six weeks out from the 2020 election.
8: ...themes, which in the FBI's estimation were indicative according
4: to an inside
8: whistleblower indicative of quote militia violent extremism. Now these symbols weren't things like the Ku Klux Klan or the Nazi Party, none of that, none of that. Which naturally would be symbols of that. Mm-hmm. But instead they included rather astonishingly patriotic symbols of our nation and our history. Included on this list is the Betsy Ross flag. Now, that's fairly remarkable that the Betsy Ross flag and the FBI's indication is indicative of, violent, of militia, violent extremism. Because well, of, you know,
4: white supremacy is also a really big deal. I mean, uh, chances are, if it's as big as the FBI says, your next neighbor, your next-door neighbor probably is a white supremacist. I you probably have white supremacist block parties in the neighborhood. Actually, no, I've never met, seen, talked to a white supremacist ever.
8: Among other people who have been publicly alongside the Betsy Ross flag, We have President Barack Obama, who was sworn in directly underneath two Betsy Ross flags. But it's not just President Obama. We also have President Biden, who was sworn in under Betsy Ross flags.
4: I guess that makes some white supremacists and militia extremists.
8: It's not just the Betsy Ross flag. Also on this list is the Gadsden flag.
4: Don't tread on me. This never was racist at all. Not one little bit.
8: It's a symbol of violent extremism. Now, the state of Virginia has a license plate for the Gadsden flag, as do many other states. I think people would be astonished to find that having that license plate, the FBI indicates that you're a violent extremist. Also included on this is a text that I was particularly struck, is the Gonzales battle flag. Come and take it. As indicative of being a violent extremist militia, well, I will self-report right now that every day in the Senate I wear my boots that have the Gonzalez battle flag on the back of them. Oh yeah, he's
4: definitely a white supremacist. Although he's Hispanic, never mind.
8: Director Ray, what are y'all doing? This makes no sense. Do do you agree with this FBI guidance? That the Betsy Ross flag and the Gadsden flag and the Gonzalez battle flag are signs of militia, violent extremism?
4: Okay. Now, I, I don't have the answer for This is according to I'm not playing an audio on the fly from Weasel Zippers. But that is uh, what was brought up with Ted Cruz. As soon as I have the remaining audio, I will, uh, I will share that with you. But isn't it, isn't it obvious? Isn't it obvious by now after Hunter Biden's laptop, particularly. Hunter Biden's laptop, the FBI had a copy of it in 2019. <clears throat> they sat on it, they made it disappear. They made it disappear. Six weeks out from the election, the New York Post reported on it and the FBI said it was verboten and the New York Post story was shut down on social media. The FBI got another copy of the uh, laptop hard drive that they did nothing with after they had requested the guy who originally turned it over to bring another copy. So he did. Then they sat on that. Then they said they didn't have it anymore. Then Matt Gates in front of Congress introduced a copy of the Hunter Biden laptop into the congressional record. It's the same laptop hard drive that's been in the possession by feds for a couple of years now. And what's going on? We hear there is an investigation of Hunter Biden going on. We hear that the bleep's going to hit the fan with regard to the Hunter Biden investigation. We haven't seen anything yet. And would it surprise you? By the way, would it surprise you that the FBI is sitting on this until after the election? Pretty much, pretty much. This is pretty. Uh, this is pretty funny. Um, I've got a story I want to share with you uh, about crime. in uh, In New York City, Mayor Eric Adams yesterday revealed ten criminals made up 500 arrests since bail reform and six are still roaming the streets Um, some of the people on this list including uh, a name a person named criminal number one this is the, the alias obviously arrested 101 times 74 arrests for theft in Manhattan 15 convictions 14 for failing to appear in court still out on the street Criminal number two, 67 arrests in the past two years. I've never been arrested. Have you? Yeah. 96 arrests total, 44 convictions. 26 failures to appear. <laughs> Criminal number three, 18 open cases, 58 arrests total, 55 since 2020. 18 open cases for theft and burglary, by the way. I've got a little bit more on this, also another story out of, uh, out of uh, New York City with regard to career criminals and the havoc they're wreaking in Democrat strongholds. And then I've got a really actually funny story out of Baltimore. Baltimore has become a living hell because of uh, Democrat liberal policies with regard to crime and drugs. And there was a guy in Baltimore who called himself a "no shoot zone" activist. He'd go into bad neighborhoods and he'd spray paint on the wall "no shoot zone," thinking that that was going to actually stop the crime in inner city Baltimore without, uh, you know, investigating any of the uh, let's just say uh, socio socioeconomic and just social problems in those areas. Yeah, he got shot. <laughs> In a no-shoot zone. I'll share the audio on that. Your phone calls are welcome at 800-922-6680. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show.
3: Say it loud and proud. Let's go, Brandon. It's The Rob Carson Show.
4: You know, the big uh, expression at uh, sporting events was uh, F. Joe Biden. It became Let's Go Brandon. I think they need to go to uh, F. Joe Mansion. F. Joe Manchin, I think, might be the next thing. Here's Christopher Ray's response to Ted Cruz uh, with the internal uh, document leaked by a whistleblower that the FBI is going after people who support the Second Amendment and people who have the Gazden flag or the, uh, Bet- uh, the uh, Betsy Ross flag.
8: Well, Senator, I, I'm not familiar with the particular document you have behind you.
4: Yeah, you also weren't familiar with the, uh, uh, the Hunter Biden laptop, actually, but you had
8: it. Uh, and I'm not in the practice of trying to comment on documents that I haven't uh, recognized, but I will tell you that when we put... I mean, things that
4: I've seen, but, you know, you're just bringing it out right now, so i got to pretend like I've never seen it before, even though it's policy. about intelligence
8: products, including ones that... Intelligence products. ...reference symbols, which we do across a wide variety of contexts
4: yeah but you've actually said you're going after white supremacy you've actually the administration has said that white supremacy is our biggest threat
8: and it's nonsense usually uh make great pains take great pains to punish conservatives uh caveats and warnings in the document wow this is this is classic filibuster gobbledygook make clear that a symbol alone is not considered evidence of violent extremism uh, really
4: like uh what about what about uh, an antifa a with a circle there what, what about that because that resulted in about two billion dollars worth of damage 30 people killed and thousands hundreds hundreds at least hundreds of, of police officer injuries uh, and it's well but it's, director ray you don't
8: include things like antifa you don't include things like black lives matter instead you identify patriotic americans as suspect and i would not yep
4: and uh that's what they're planning on doing with the irs too by the way yeah they are planning on doing that uh as well unbelievable now i do want to mention a couple of things here real quick this is a a story that i have to do before the end of the show because it's absolutely hilarious we know that uh, in New York, uh, 10 criminals have made up 500 arrests since bail reform. Six are still roaming the tr- streets. This is happening all over the country. This is happening all over the country. This is kind of interesting. Uh, this guy, there was a man in New York. He, uh, he smeared feces on the face of a female subway passenger. Well, he was in jail, actually, finally. And another prisoner threw boiling water in his face. The inmate's name is Burns uh, the guy who smeared the feces had 44 arrests and apparently he's going to have some scarring. I have some things to say that I won't say. Oh, and, and Brittany Griner, by the way, she's been found guilty. I hadn't said that this morning. She or this afternoon. Uh, Brittany Griner has been found guilty of being such a moron that she brought a, a vape pen uh, filled with uh, a THC, uh, which is legal, into a third world country uh Brittany, i would definitely when it comes to sentencing i would stand for the russian national anthem that's all i got i would definitely stand for the national anthem on that one over here you're perfectly fine you led the cause about disrespecting the united states and how awful America, racist and everything it was and all that and uh, how's russia treating you here's a story out of uh out of uh baltimore uh of a, a no shoot zone activist now this is funny, I always say that if you've, got a, if you've got a bumper sticker in your car that's spelled in religious symbols, the word coexist, you're an idiot. If, if you think that the word uh, give peace a chance was a really powerful anthem, uh, you're an idiot. Because the whole world doesn't give a rat's behind about you giving peace a chance. And there are a whole lot of those religious symbols that want to kill each other. Here's a story out of Balmer.
8: And the big story we're following at seven o'clock. No shoot zone activist who made it his mission. To- How do you become a
4: no shoot zone activist?
8: End gun violence in the city shot in East Baltimore this morning. Hello, everybody. I'm Rick Ritter. Welcome to those of you watching. Look, this
4: is the give peace a piece of chance crowd I was talking about. If you say give peace a piece of chance, they think Kim Jong-un will go, you know, you're right. I'll just get rid of my nukes right now. Let's hold hands and sing kumbaya. CBS News Baltimore and right here on WJZ.
5: And I'm Denise Cove.
4: WJZ, everybody.
5: Well, WJZ has learned Tyree Moorhead, the voice for no shoot zones in the city.
8: Morehead, completely empty
5: was shot this morning.
8: And this unsettling investigation, it comes at a time when crime in Baltimore is simply out of control right now. We know many of you are wondering. One of the things
4: that's really gone out of control in Baltimore is carjackings. And there was actually, I heard an official this morning on WCBM, uh, Sean Casey's show, and they said one of the solutions is uh, uh, lighter, uh, brighter lights near the uh, near the streets. When will this finally get better?
5: So right now, Baltimore is on track for its deadliest year in more than a decade. WJZ is live, new at 7, Annie Rose Ramos. I
4: don't have the time to get to the rest of the story. I'll have the rest of it tomorrow. But a uh, no-shoot zone protester <laughs> gets shot while, uh, while actually, no, let me go ahead. I've, I've, got, I've just been told i got a, a little more time here. Go ahead.
5: You just spoke with Tyree, I understand, who's out of the hospital. So what did he have to say?
4: No, I guess I do not. we got to take a break. We will come back and wrap things up in just a second. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. So, the uh, no-shoot zone, his name is Tyree Moorhead.
10: African ...Denise, as you mentioned before, this is a person who made it his mission to fight against gun violence, creating those no-shoot zones, had over 200 of them throughout the city that he painted, but just within the past two hours, we saw a flurry of police activities. So,
5: so this
4: guy goes out and he declares uh, 200 no-shoot zones in Baltimore. Um, I would have to say that this guy is, should definitely become the FBI director. Because uh, Joe Biden, uh, his track record matches this guy's perfectly. Just go out and spray paint on the wall, no shoot zone. See what that you know? The, you got the gang members and whatnot. They look at the sign, they go, "Son of a gun! What were we thinking?" I, I I'm going to go ahead and get that uh, education degree. I'm going to do it. I'm going I'm to be an English teacher next year. What were they thinking? This is a no shoot zone. Dear God in heaven, try to stay sane in the next 24 hours, will you? I will. In the meantime, uh, God bless you, your family, our first responders, our military, the unborn. And until tomorrow, it's going to be hard, but don't catch the stupid. I'll see you then.